Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, friends. Welcome to On the Mic with me, Mike Goldman. Good to have you along. Thank you for listening, subscribing, and please, if you like this, make a little review. We love reviews. Hey, got some great episodes coming up. Aussie radio legend John Laws has promised to come on the show. TV legend James Curley, you know, from Cash Cab and Taken Out and Channel V. Uh, comedian Darren Sanders, who I'm performing with at the Sydney Comedy Club at Luna Park on Saturday the 20th of May. It's going to be lots of fun. And Tommy Dean is also performing that night. I heard his girlfriend is cross-eyed. Yeah, he had to break up with her because she was seeing someone else. (laughs) That and more Comedy Gold on Saturday the 20th at 7pm. See you there at Luna Park. So today, one of my TV buddies, the greatest Hollywood reporter in history. We chat about Celebrity Apprentice, his feud with Tim Dormer, Mark, your fired Boris's secret wheeze. His time working on Entertainment Tonight in the USA. His best interviews, his worst. Oh, that reminds me. <laughs> he says this. So were you going to go back and work on the show or what? No, no. no. Don't want to? Done I, with it? No, I'm done with it. Yeah? yeah. Did you quit years ago? I did. Uh, Why'd when, you quit? Oh, my God. Is this your... You know, when I know you, when you edit this, this is you're going to start with this. No, I won't. No. Sucked in, Richard. Really, I love this guy. He is an awesome human being. Ladies and gentlemen, Hollywood reporter, entertainer, extraordinaire, superstar, Richard Reed is on the mic. On the mic. Test, test, test. With Mike Goldman. Hello and welcome to On the Mic. My name is Mike Goldman and it is now time to introduce a legend in TV and radio circles in Australia and around the world, Richard Reed. Oh, yay. I don't mind that. On the mic. Guys, that almost sounds like an invitation. Get on the mic. How you going, mate? Uh, Good. You can just call me Mr. Reed. Oh, oh, uh, Mr. Reed. Yeah. Welcome. (laughs) to the studio, Mr. Reed. Can we get you anything? Do you, do no, you want no, no, Coffee, no, no. tea, champagne? I'm trying to think the last time I saw you was in Hollywood, wasn't it? I, I think it was. We're, I think we were at someone's birthday party I think somewhere. it was at the house, the gorgeous Hollywood Hills house that you had rented with a pool. Oh. And you had lots of shirtless boys and girls scattered around. Oh, was that the uh, President's Day party? I think that was. Uh, oh, that's right. Yes. I, I was dressed as one of the ex-presidents and I did a somersault off the roof. You know, the yes, pool. and I think you had a red, white and blue Speedo on, if I recall. <laughs> You were not shy at all. That was a fun party. You must have been to a few big parties in Hollywood. I have been to a few big parties. And gosh, I remember about half of them. I do remember about half of them. Okay. You, you get uh, invites still from the usual Madonna, George uh, Clooney. No, well, I would say maybe bold and beautiful cast these days. Really? <laughs> it's not the big <laughs> ones the way it used to be, you know? Because I have kind of curbed my party in which, as you know, a few oh, yeah. years ago, mm. I adopted a healthier lifestyle yeah. uh, just because I was feeling run down all the time. So you don't drink anymore? I started looking older, yeah. which is not good in Hollywood. Well, you, you look know. great. You oh, look thank amazing. you. Yeah, I've been off the piss for about two years now. Two so. years? I know. I've only been doing it for two weeks. And I know, it's killing you. How do you do it? How do you stay up for so long? Oh, you know what? I tell you, it's hard at first. It's really hard at first because you're just awkward. It's like everywhere you look, someone's trying to offer you a beer. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, oh God, yeah. In, in your line of work, our line of work, you go to functions and events and you host stuff and people are just constantly trying to focus stuff on you. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's better in Los Angeles because you just say you don't drink and people just, you know, like, oh, oh no problem. Oh, Have a wheatgrass, you know. <laughs> Have this cold-pressed juice. But Australia, they want oh, to kill you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they don't trust you at all. You go to jail for not they drinking sometimes. Well, when I first started not drinking and I came here, someone said, Oh, have a drink. And I was like, oh, I'm not drinking. I'll oh, have a beer. And I'm like, well, no, that's kind of the same thing. And they're like, why not? And I didn't know what to say because I was kind of self-conscious about it. And I said, oh, I have hepatitis C, <laughs> <laughs> which I didn't have, but it quickly did the trick and they did not speak to me again. But I didn't have hepatitis C just for the record. And they got straight out of the spa. <laughs> exactly. Definitely. So he's drinking Coke Zero. Is yeah, that, no, is that your replacement? Bad. Yeah. Or is that your sponsor today? No, yeah, right. No, I love Coke Zero. I used to be be a Pepsi and a Pepsi Max kind of guy. Yeah. And then Coke Zero came and it's just like drinking candy yeah, yeah. with no sugar, but it's still, I'm sure, not good. And what me. food are you eating that looks so good? Off the burgers? Food. What? What's food? What's food you don't eat? <laughs> <laughs> I don't eat solid food. Nah, you know, I still like my bread and chips and stuff, mm. but in moderation. Yeah. But I try to eat... Ugh, Chicken and vegetables. So you just got back from Singleton. Oh, it's gorgeous. How was Singleton on the weekend? Dude, it is really beautiful. It's a beautiful part oh, of the world. Oh my God, so peaceful and quiet and gorgeous. And they've really put a lot of money into mm -hmm. revitalizing uh, the downtown Main Street. And it is really gorgeous. Mm -hmm. It was their uh, Business Association Awards. And they had a big theme. Yeah. Celebrating our stars. And they're like, we've got to get Richard Reed. Richard so Reed is the star. I was really flattered. I, was, I had such a good time. You celebrate the stars. And they're celebrating the stars of Singleton. <laughs> so you gave away some awards. So, so that that's is it great because I get I get to do a lot of random stuff like that as yeah. well because you hosted the odd TV show. I'm, I'm going to Bendigo in a couple of weeks to host Bendigo. the Bendigo Business Awards. Oh my gosh, that's amazing! They're gonna love you there. Oh, it's gonna be amazing. They're gonna love you. Are you gonna do a Big Brother again? Are they gonna do another Big Brother? Mate, I have no idea. You know, usually when Big Brother's on anyway, they call me at the last minute and say, "Hey, do you want to come do the voiceovers and maybe host a show?" And I'm like, "Yeah, well, I'm only surfing at the beach at the moment, so why the bloody hell not?" For a red hot second, they were like. Let's do a celebrity big brother. Right. You were thinking about doing that? Well, they said, what would you think about doing a celebrity big brother? And I'm like, ah, that's interesting. And they're like, what would you think about doing a celebrity apprentice? And I was like, well, that's interesting. They were just, they were going back and forth. It was both uh, Channel 9, I believe. And yeah. I, so at the last minute, they decided to do the celebrity apprentice. Mm, cool, yeah. man. How was but, that? But, oh, it was, it was pretty hellish. Mm. <laughs> yeah, there were a few hairy hard. moments. It was hard. A lot of fights. I've never seen you get angry at someone. Oh, with your mate, uh, what, that dormer. Tim. Oh, my He's God. He's so conniving. Oh, my God. I had no idea. Didn't get along with him, did you? Well, you know, I went into it as I do with most things. I just kind of say what I feel. I, yeah. There's no, you've known me a long time. I, I don't yeah. really pretend too much. I, what yeah. you see is what you get. And, yeah. uh, that's just the way it is. But he would just be manipulative and kind of go behind but my back. That's what he did on Big Brother. See, I didn't realize that. Yeah. And people I love didn't. watching that, so they voted for him. And, oh, I want to keep that guy in. And, oh. and when, when I was on Big Brother for so many years, we'd always say, vote for the ones that are making it entertaining, the ones that are, might be going behind people's back and keeping the story a bit fiery. Don't don't vote for the boring ones just because they're good looking. Vote for the ones that are keeping the story happening and, and fun. And, and I think that's why Tim ended up winning, don't you think? Uh, probably, probably. You know, I was very surprised. Uh, they're like, you're fired. And you look behind your back and you're like, clearly they're There's not no talking to me. There's no one behind me. me. Yeah, Who are you talking know? about? But later I found out 
Tim could have been behind me because then he came out as a bisexual slash homosexual mm. last year. And all of a sudden I'm like, no wonder he hated me because I was living an out loud and proud life that he wanted to yes. live. And he secretly wanted me. He wanted and that's you. why he caused problems. <laughs> it did. Doesn't that make sense That though? does make 100% sense. They, sh they should do the show again and let you win because of that. It's ridiculous. I'm not going to have sex with him. No. Really? Yeah, no. He's stop not your type? saying I should. No, oh, not good please. <laughs> I like men. So uh, you didn't win, but it was a great experience. A great experience. And, and, and what about, uh, who was the, the uh, Donald Trump of the show again? Mark. Boris. Yeah, Boris, yeah. Wonderful guy. Good guy, so except for when he fired nice. you. Well, when he fired me, well, the thing was, is Mr. Boris is, I can't even call him Mark. It was, it was Mr. Boris the whole time. And when we would do the show, uh, we, and we'd be waiting, you know, in our dressing rooms and stuff to go out to the boardroom. Mm. But if Mark had to take a piss, he'd have to go through the hallway through, you know, where our dressing rooms are. They're like, get in your dressing rooms. You cannot see Mr. Boris out of the boardroom. <laughs> so he would have to clear the air. Or if he was walking somewhere, they'd be like... They'd be like, a human shield, you could not get to him at all. What about if you ran into him in the dunny yourself? You, you could hear him over the, over the cubicle in the toilet going, you're fired. Just practicing, you're fired. <laughs> and so that all, all spawned from the Today Show where you really found fame in Australia oh to start gosh, with. How did yes. you get on the Today Show? How did that all come about? Oh, you know, I was working at uh, Entertainment Tonight at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, before that, I had been an entertainment reporter in Seattle in the Pacific Northwest and mm -hmm. then I moved down to Los Angeles to find my fame and fortune and I mm -hmm. became a producer for Entertainment Tonight. Yeah. And you know how you would do movie interviews junkets mm -hmm. and things like that. Well, I met an American girl mm -hmm. who's like, well, I'm moving to Australia. And I'm like, well, good for you. That's wonderful. And we exchanged numbers. Mm -hmm. And then she ended up working for the Today Show. Mm -hmm. And then this was a million years ago. And once in a while, like every other week, they would cross to Los Angeles to do the Hollywood gossip with Danny Bonaduce. Remember him, oh, Danny yeah. on the Partridge family, that crazy red-haired guy? Yeah. Okay, so one week, I get this call, oh, you remember me? Um, this is Jenny, I work for the Today Show. I'm like, yeah, and she goes, we're wondering if you could fill in and do the gossip this week because our regular guy, Danny Bonaduce, is in jail because he hit a transgender prostitute. Oh, no. And I'm like, well, there's a story. And I'm like, yeah, no problem. So I did it, and it was always, uh, no problem. Too easy. Did you report on Danny Bonaduce? No, <laughs> no, no. But uh, it just kind of took off from there. And it became cool. once every other week, once a week, mm. once a day, three times a day, mm. four times a day. And then through that, I got um, another reality, the first reality show, Domestic Blitz, which was Scott oh, yeah, Cam and right. Shelly Craft before yeah, the block. That's the other show. Yeah, It was the sure. cousin of Backyard Blitz, yeah. Domestic Blitz. That's right. And um, what was that like to work on? Oh my God, it was such a blessing. Did, did such it, a blessing. Are you someone who likes to, you know, renovate and do oh, no. play stuff? You, don't, you no, a, no, no. don't you have a block of apartments well, in LA or something? I do. You have a good memory. Yeah. You have a very good memory. Yes, and, and I've learned to be a better property owner or landlord. Someone says, oh, the toilet's not working. I used to say, yeah, and? <laughs> now <laughs> and I'll go The in rent's cheap. And, Just deal with and it. And fix it. But that show, they knew I had no interest in home renovation, but they needed someone to take the family, a very deserving family. Usually they were had some kind of hardship in their life and you know been handed a really crappy hand. And I would take them away for a few days and get to know them. Mm -hmm. I would be almost the eyes of the audience on them while Scott and Shelley and the Trades would work on the home. So it was like, it was very, very good. Right at my alley, I love to talk to people mm -hmm. and 
once in a while I'd let them talk mm. and you know it was all really it was a wonderful are, are you wonderful. living in that place in LA or are you, are you still over there or are you here now all the time you know I divide story? my time right now half, half. yeah cool. absolutely uh Right now, uh, I do Studio 10 whenever I'm in the country, which is such a great Love show. Love the girls at Studio oh, 10. Oh, my God. I knew Sarah Harris. I mean... So did I from Brisbane. Really? Yeah, well, I, I oh, used to host was. a show before Big Brother called Click on 10, and she was like a junior reporter then, and hasn't she come a long way? Oh, my God. You know, she has come a long way. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, Awesome uh, girl. We knew her when, you know, she... One hand had a ciggy, the other hand had a beer, and she put him down and do her story and then pick him back up. Now you know she's a, a yeah. mom and yeah. she's married and she's so gorgeous. She was always gorgeous. Still yeah. the same girl. She all, She's one of those people who's never changed. She's really cool. And Oh my God, we know so many people who have changed. Yeah. You know, and that that's a shame because fame can mess with your head. It does. And a lot of people drink the Kool-Aid and you're like, you're not that same person. Yeah. But it's the people who are just the same as they always were. I'll tell you this, my very first trip to Australia, I met Carrie Ann. Yeah. And man, talk about a showbiz survivor and she is the same chick she's always been. Yeah, and anyone can talk to her. She's so approachable. I think that's the secret of longevity in this industry. Yeah. You've met a lot of big celebrities who are a pain in the ass you can't talk to. Oh yeah. And they all come and go, but the ones that have been around for the longest, like probably the best one that comes to mind for me is Kiss. Like Gene Simmons, Ace Freely. Great guys, really easy to talk to. And that's a band that's been around forever. I think I bet. people love them, they love their story and their What's life. What's Gene Simmons like? He's crazy, man. He's so much fun. Um, actually, I could tell you something about Gene Simmons I haven't really said before. Go ahead, tell me. I, I, I interviewed him in the 90s at Triple M and he said, Can you bring some girls to the show? <laughs> okay. And I said, Yeah, sure. So I invited a couple of girlfriends and it was my mum's birthday. And so I thought I'd take my mum too. Backstage, after the concert, Jean walked straight past all these other 22-year-old girls, straight up to my mum. Mike, who's this young lady? Oh, it's my mum. Mum elbows me. I mean, Erica, Erica. Because uh, mum was single at the time. So I'll get you guys a drink. Jean doesn't drink. Go to the bar, get a drink for mum, me, turn around. Mum's gone. <gasps> she calls me and says, can I uh, just meet up with you later? I'm just going for a drink with Jean. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. Didn't hear from her for about 24 hours until she's dropping Jean at the airport. What happened in that missing 24 hours? I don't want to know! You have... It's my mum! So anyway, fast forward a couple of years. I'm interviewing Gene Simmons on stage at the Hard Rock Cafe yeah. about, about his bass guitar. And I'm like, hey, Gene, um, just off topic for a minute. Do uh, you, you remember a few years ago when I interviewed you at Triple M and I brought my mum to the show and uh, I introduced you and I didn't see her for like two days? And he brushed it off. He's like, oh, yeah, 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 your mom's great, yeah. So uh, anyway, more back to my bass guitar. And I went, no, no, seriously, Gene, I, I introduced you to my mom. I'm not kidding. Erica, blonde hair. She used to be a weather girl for Channel 10. Do you remember her? You know, you took a Polaroid photo of her, she said, and she dropped you at the airport. And he's like, he just paused for a minute. He stepped back and I thought, oh, he's going to yell at me. He just thinks this is too rude. And he, and he put his arms out and he goes, son! And he <laughs> <laughs> hugged me in front of everyone. He took a Polaroid photo of her? Well, yeah, because he has this, this... No, no, I know. One of those yeah, Polaroid? He yeah. took a nude photo no, of her no, mother? Just of her face, but she took it back off him because she still had it. But he has a book that he is releasing with all of the Polaroid photos of the girls that he's ever been with. He's her. releasing that? Yeah. Oh, So I don't want to see my mum in oh, there. Oh, my God. But like I was saying, like he, he's, he's a lot of fun and, you know, he'll look after your mum for you if you like but oh my god I'm sure that doesn't mean like feed her through a straw but oh my god but like who have you met and you've interviewed 
the best and the greatest of them and probably some of the worst. Who have you met that really stands out uh, as one of your best interviews? Oh my God, well, I'll tell you this. Who's always been so nice, and then when I say his name, you're going to be like, well, duh. John Travolta is the nicest guy. Yeah, cool. And I, I, I never, I always figure, you know, what you see, what they say is what they are. I never knew that he might, you know, like maybe guys or whatever, but he'd always hug me an inappropriately long amount of time. Oh. And the crew would always be like, what's going on there? I just thought he was friendly. Huh? Did you, you feel know? a bit of sausage on the leg or? <laughs> Saturday Night Fever. <laughs> Stay um, alive. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, you can tell. Do you, um, think, do you, do you think he is? I, you know what? I don't know. I, 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 Who maybe, cares? Yeah, I don't really care. Yeah. Because, you know, you, the ones you really would want to be, mm. those are the ones you care about. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> as far as the girls go, I'll tell you that. Julia Roberts and Sandra yeah. Bullock, they're neck and neck. Yeah, there, wow. there are other couple of chicks that just... They have somehow mm. rode the, the fame train all the way to the top, and yeah. they're still there. And they're just, they're just who they are. What about Goldie Hawn? Have you ever interviewed Goldie Hawn? I Horn? have interviewed Goldie she, Hawn. She just the other day got her star on the Walk of Fame. About time. Her and Kurt Russell, I believe. Oh, together? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I know she did. But did would he have had his already? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But they, they have both, you know, had ups and downs in their career for yeah. sure. And Goldie, I got to tell you, she... Good for her for doing this movie with, yeah. um, what's it, Amy, Amy Schumer. Schumer? Yeah, love Amy Schumer. Yeah, How funny uh, is she? Yeah, you know, and Amy, er, the thing with Goldie is they say she hasn't had any plastic surgery, mm. but she looks like she may have had some May have had a little surgery. bit done. A little but, bit of a zhuzh. Why yeah, not? yeah, yeah. But you know, the thing with Hollywood is sometimes you'll go into a room to interview someone. And you'll see them and you're like, whoa, yeah. they are old. Yeah. Or they really look like crap. Yeah. But then, but they're bathed in this crazy white light. Yeah. Then you get the tape, and man, they look beautiful they look incredible. and gorgeous. Yep. Lighting is everything. It so is, So I just isn't wanted it? to let you know that, kind of like, so Mike, lighting's everything. I know, you know it's a bit dark in here, isn't it? <laughs> I wonder why. I, I thought if I turned the lights down, look I look 30, better. You look 23, <laughs> I'm telling you. So when I, was, when I was doing Big Brother, they used to put this crappy fluoro light on the floor, and it would shine up underneath my chin. It'd look like Nosferatu, and... And, and, and I'd say, doesn't this look a bit wrong? And say, oh, that's all we could afford because it was a late show. and we, oh, we didn't, right. it wasn't How the many prime years time. did you do Big Brother? Uh, well, from 2001 to about 2013. Did you do it when Jamie was on? Yeah. Big cock Jamie. <laughs> Looks like a baby's arm oh, holding an apple. Oh, my God. And, they, and then they had the show like Big Brother After Dark or something yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. And he would show his cock on TV. He walked that thing out like you wouldn't believe. I don't understand how that could be on free-to-air TV. He ended up winning. Well, not, yeah. Not, he was winning already. <laughs> he, didn't, I don't understand. he didn't need the money. But why would that, How could they show that on free-to-air TV? Oh, because it's late at night. You're allowed to show nudity. Like late? late what S time's late? SBS, like 11 o'clock at night. Okay, like, all right. 10, 10.30. Before the Spice Channel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Before all the rude things happen. But, yeah. but he disappeared. We still love that. Recently, he's re-emerged with some new nude photos. New no. photos. Yes, yeah. is Jamie. It, is, it, is, it, is it got bigger? <laughs> well, I don't know, but he still looks really hot. I mean, yeah. I think he's, you know, I, I don't know what his story is. Mm. Because a lot of those Big Brother contestants, wouldn't they just kind of disappear? Yeah, they did. I saw uh, Katie the Why other doesn't day. Why did M. Rusciano disappear? Wasn't she a Big Brother? M, M no, no. <laughs> she, she was on what Australian was Idol, I think. She oh, was a singer. Oh, was she? She's doing, she doing breakfast at Today FM, from Sydney, from Melbourne. Uh, oh, you know who I got confused her? I got her confused with the turkey slap girl. Oh, uh, yeah, no, she's name? gone. Oh, I can't remember. There's, she did radio for a while, hundred, too. hundreds of them now. 
I'm yeah. not sure. She was dating Ed Sheeran for a while. You probably did a report on it. Oh, she was? Yeah. Oh, what was her name? Oh, Camilla. 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 And she got all this stuff because of the turkey slap. And I'm like, but then the footage of her getting turkey slapped on her face, yeah. no one ever saw it. No. You just heard about it. It was, it was the tiniest little thing. And they made it out like she's crying in the corner. Like yeah, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, she'd yeah. been raped. And it was not like that at all. And she'd forgotten about it when Big Brother asked her about it. She goes, what do you mean? Oh, yeah, that. No, what about it? Do you feel like you'd been harassed in any way? And it's like, come on. Really? There wasn't really that much to it. God, and what did she say? That's, no. That she, yeah, she did. And they, and they kept asking her. And she oh, maybe. Oh, in her brain, you could see her thinking, this could win me the show. I could get the money here. Did she win? No. I would beg to be turkey slapped. Well, you can do it right now if you like. <laughs> I mean, Here we go. Thud, thud, thud. Oh, God. You're you're my face that? is bruised. It's bruised. <laughs> yeah. I'd be more like a, uh, a, a pin slap. Oh God! It'd be like getting fillers from me. Oh my God! Yeah, could you? Uh, no, no, no. Use that needle to give me some Botox. Hey, do you still see any of the dudes from the Today Show? You know what? I'm really good friends with uh, Richard Wilkins. We just talked yesterday, actually, oh, on the phone. Because I saw him in L.A. and I was yeah. here, and I said, "What are you doing in L.A.?" So he calls me immediately, mm. and uh, you know, I love Richard, but. He, He's like, oh, well, I went over there to, to interview um, Alec Baldwin. He's very hot right now with his Trump impression. I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, then I made I went by Jane Fonda's house to yeah. catch up with her for a quick interview. And I was like, uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. And he's like, and what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm going to Singleton. He's like, yeah, yeah, and then I'm going to... So uh, we have different lives, but he, he he's, likes, he's a wonderful guy. He's an awesome dude. I, uh, I worked with him at the Telethon last year, and, and he, he's got a, a few girls on the go. He He's does. a player. Well, you know, I said to him, uh, he was like, well, Jane They're Fonda. all young, too. He, well, let me tell you this. Yeah, he, okay. he likes them young. Yeah. He likes them young. But I said, well, Jane Fonda, he goes, oh, she looks so good. Her face is just so beautiful. And I'm like, well, why don't you ask her out? She's single now. And he goes, oh. And I'm like, come on, she's age appropriate. And he goes, she's 79. <laughs> and I was like, well, oh. And he goes, don't even go there. He had. Oh, I should. He's say 68, this. isn't he? Or 67? No, no, no. And I don't know. Yeah. Don't, well, you can say whatever he's, you want. He's, I'm he's, not gonna say. He's old as my dad. Anything. Like I remember when I was about I 13. Think, I think and I met him. may have only recently turned 60. No, he's older than I that. Don't, I don't know. Really? I, don't, I, I honestly don't know. I remember he was in the music library at Today FM when my dad was doing the breakfast show there back mm -hmm. in the 80s. Mm -hmm. and, and then he went, went to do MTV. Yeah. Back then. And he was, I'm sure he was about 50 then. Mike, <laughs> this, you're going to get oh, come me on, into Dick. trouble. I love no, Dick. No, I'm sorry, is, I love Dick. He is a legend and he, he's no, tall he's and he has a very big penis. That's, I've heard that about him. Yeah. He, can, he can play the flute too. I say, <laughs> say, say, he can play the violin. The violin. Oh, that's yeah. right. He can play something. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 and so you're best mates with him. I'm really good friends. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what about the other guys on the Today Show? Poor old Carl. He's having a bad run uh, at the moment. Isn't yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all you're gonna get that's from me. Sad, on that. isn't it? No. But at least he's got a nice young girlfriend. Yeah, he does, and she lives in Los Angeles. And uh, you know, what are you gonna do? Uh, you. Yeah, According to the paper today, I know you don't want to say anything about it, but according to the paper today, he's given everything to his wife just as long as he can see the kids, which is nice. Yeah, wasn't it like six million or something? Yeah, and the house. And, and the Mercedes. Oh, no, he wanted the Mercedes. Oh, is that it? As long it? as he gets the Mercedes, it's fine. So were you going to go back and work on the show or what? No, no. no. Don't want to? 
done with I, it? No, I'm done with it. Yeah. yeah. Did you quit years ago? I did. And Why'd when, you quit? Oh my god. Is this your you know, when I know you, when you edit this, this is you're gonna start with this. No, I won't. No, I will tell you this. Is it is it that big a deal? No, 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 no. It's not. Uh, I am on great terms with the Night Network. I clearly did a Celebrity Apprentice Sun with them. Yeah. yeah, did you know? So it's good. I did it eight years. Mm. Can you imagine wearing those bright shirts and yelling about gossip every day for eight years? I loved it until I decided, you know what? I just am ready to do some other stuff. I'm sick of gossiping. No, I want people to gossip no, about I me. I will tell you, yeah. I did take a break from it for a while. Yeah. And uh, explored some other things. You know, I have my house in LA, my mm. apartment block. Yep. I have another one in Oregon where I'm from. In Oregon too? Yeah. Right. So Portland, I'm a Oregon. land bear. I'm a slumlord. Come on. A slumlord. You know Are they I'm Airbnb nice. or is it just buildings? Uh, <laughs> well, if it get me some business. Oh, Airbnb's awesome. It is awesome. I've got a couple of places I put on Airbnb. Really? Like you, how much property do you have? I've got uh, two houses in Brisbane and a unit wow. on the Gold Coast. But I split the two houses upstairs and downstairs into two separate apartments. and I Airbnb- Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. B&BM separately. Oh, I thought maybe it was a bordello and you had a couple of <laughs> Czechoslovakian well, girls turning tricks. On, on weekends, yes. Oh, okay. That, okay. That, that is an extra price, extra fee. Oh, which you can okay. Just, you can just add to the booking. It's great. It makes me nice. more money. Yeah, nice. Awesome. It all goes on the card. There's Thanks. no record. Exactly. So yeah. you're going to be back on nine doing <laughs> another show. And I will. Are you going to do a game show? Or what do you want to do? You know what, what I want to do? do? I would love to do a game show. And actually, this current trip, I'm out here for a couple months. I will be uh, pitching some shows. Oh. And I got very... Very close. Can I tell you? You know, yes. There's, there's a lot of money in the TV industry right now because the, if, I don't know if you read the paper just the other day, uh, the federal government have lowered the yearly tax that they put on uh, having a TV transmitter. It was ah. a hu- 140 million, and they've scrapped that. It's going to be down to like 40 million. So it's going to be like 300 million dollars in the TV industry in Australia every Is that year. Going to help extra help out ten. Are they? Yeah. Well, Channel Ten we're about to go bankrupt. Yeah. So that's not going to happen now because they've now got an extra 100 million bucks to play with. So they need a show. How, no, can, I think that, how no, can we the, save Channel 10, Richard no, Reed? No, no, no. The thing that is amazing to me is, and I, I'm honestly being sincere, mm. and not because I work on Studio 10. Mm. I think Channel 10 has the best programming mm. and the most fun programming and takes more risks mm. than 9 or 7 combined. Yeah. And I'm not into those mm. big... Shiny floor shows. Music they programs. Call it. Yeah. I just think that they waste money on all those fucking lights and shit and yeah. everything. It's like I watched this special. I think it was on mm. the ABC or the SBS or mm. one of those like yeah. very intelligent channels, and it was all about the history of the game show and the variety show and how it started. It got came came off of vaudeville in the early days, and everyone who was anyone and. 
I just thought it was fascinating. Mm. But then once they started fucking heaping on the lights mm. and all the glitz and glamour, yeah. it's like, why? It's not real. It's all about the talent. Yeah. And I don't want to discover new talent. Yeah. Let them discover themselves. Yeah, they don't I care want, about that. I want to see someone get on, sing a song. Then yeah. I want a juggler to yeah. come on and entertain me. I want vaudeville on my TV. Yeah. I don't need all that other bullshit. Uh, it needs to be a little bit more loose, unpredictable. So yeah. people go, I don't know what the hell is going to happen next. And if they really wanted to promote those people that are going on those shows, the judges wouldn't be releasing albums and promoting themselves uh-huh. like they oh, do. Oh, look at the look at the Voice. Name one singing star that's come off the Voice. The last few years, none. No I can't one. Remember their names. No one. It's all about the stars that are judging. That's all it is. Stars? I, I, I are they see, stars? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, stars that are fading. But you know, I want to see Channel Seven and Channel Nine try some new shows, some new live shows, stuff that's different because. From what I see, they're only putting on shows that have done well overseas mm. because otherwise, if it doesn't do well here, they can go, oh, well, it, it did well overseas, you know, so it's not my fault. And then they don't get fired. They're just yeah. saving their job. Yeah, I, I do like a, I like a game show. Mm. I like when people, your average everyday punters, have mm. to uh, compete for something. I want to see the knowledge. wall here. Have you Who? seen The Wall? Who? It's, it's a show. Game the show. Wall? Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it, that? Have you seen that? No. It's a new show. It's a smash hit game show in the US. I bet you it'll be here in the next year. You basically fire this massive ball at a wall um, and you, you get a certain amount of balls to fire depending on how many questions you get right. More than two. Yeah, more than two balls. Yeah. And and basically the ball bounces down like a, a pachinko machine. You know, yeah, like yeah, Japanese yeah, yeah, I'm with you. And, and the ball can land in a million dollars or zero dollars or anything in between. Yeah, and then what? that's it? That's it. Well, that's kind of dull. Oh, mate, you should see it. It's lots of fun. Everyone just wants to fire the big gun with the ball. What about, what about, I like that show, Wipeout, remember that? Where you have Wipeout to like, jump fun. on those things and people will... Get, That's get like in the water it's a knockout, and all, that. all that kind of oh, stuff. I love that. Friday night games, Friday night live. That. Remember when they had That's like, my old show. Remember when they had like gladiators and people yes. would like compete? Like that was some good stuff. Yeah, with Storm and Raider and yeah. all those, those big muscly people you just had to try and get past. Yeah, when I first started coming down here, those those shows were still on. But you know, it's it's a t- it's it's tough if you don't get ratings. No one well, some people clearly, but for the most part. People aren't watching free-to-air TV the way they used to. Even Foxtel, everyone's going to your stands, your Netflix. Mm. What's this new one I just read the other day? Fletch or Fetch or something like that? Oh, there's so many of them. And Amazon is about to start up as well. And they're huge in America. Oh, wow. They're about to start here. But I think what 7, 9, and 10 have realized is there's no point in buying all these massive shows from America, like The Homeland or, you know, whatever, um, you know, House and those kind of shows. Uh Because people can download it straight away off the internet. They're not going to wait and sit there in front of the TV at 7 o'clock at the time that do you have you to watch it. Do you illegally download shows? I'm, I'm not saying that I do or I don't. Oh, you're right with, like, with um, me I talking about Carl Stefanovic, right? I okay. a friend who uh, has the, you know, the VPN. It changes where the internet thinks your computer is. And it looks like you're in the States. And you can watch anything that's on no, over there. No, I have that too. To no, I have that because when I was back in America, yeah. when they were showing Celebrity Apprentice, mm. but I couldn't watch it. So yeah. I had to have a descrambler. Yeah. So I do have one of those, but I have never illegally downloaded it. I'm, yeah. I'm not opposed to illegally mm. downloading I just am not smart enough. Yeah, but um, when some people would say, oh, you can't watch something with a VPN in another country because it's illegal to watch it and all the money and royalties don't go to certain people. Oh, really? Yeah, all that stuff. So what you you just admitted to is illegal, having a VPN. Oh, is that? (laughs) Who are those men with handcuffs outside? I'm sorry. Thank you, Richard Reed. Hello. Let me go. Great to see you. Let me go. But but I was actually in at Channel 10 a few days ago meeting with uh, Azar. 
Azar. Azar is her name? No, she, so you really? met her? So she is uh, one of the, the people who fly all over the world looking for TV shows to bring back to Channel yes, 10 and, uh-huh. and put on the air. I was pitching a few shows. Were you? Yes. Well, well look, if we were, you and I were to do a show together mm. right now, what would you say? Um, what would it be about? The Go! Pop, the pop-up game show. Yes, and? Pugs. Pugs? Is what it stands for. The yeah. pop-up game show. Yeah. So we, we would just be in a shopping mall. Yeah. And you'd be dressed as an old nana. Uh, I'd, I'd be dressed as uh, store security. Uh-huh. And uh, the nana would slip over. People come over and help. And then all of a sudden, a crowd would appear. And guess guess what? We're the hosts and you've been pranked, but this is a game show. Whoa, and then what do they do? Do they win and, and then, and then, a prize? Okay, all these people here that came over to help the old lady... Congratulations, because you're such lovely people. You're now up here on a part of the show and have a chance of winning a million dollars. Oh, was the lady in on the stunt? That you're the lady. Oh, I, oh, the, you're dressed you, as the, the old you lady. Kicked, you you yeah. pushed her down. No, you she fell over. Down. I'm the security guard that went over to help. Oh, but then, then we, this is just off the top of my head. I didn't pitch this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to know yeah. about no, the show? I like it though. You want to know about the show that I did pitch? What? A dating show for prisoners. You are one sick. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. You know, in America, you'd know this. They have uh, these websites called uh, Date and Inmate and Prison Pen Pals where... I do not if, know this, if you wanted, if Why you wanted, would I know this? Uh, there's been newspaper articles, there's been news about it. And, I mean, there's even been documentaries about it. But there's never been a game show, like a dating show. So this dating show for prisoners, which is called Inmating... <laughs> the, Did you really pitch this? Yes, yes. They loved it. The catchphrase is... Maybe the girl or guy of your dreams isn't in a bar, they're behind bars. Nice. Yes. So basically what we do, we have um, like Perfect Match, you know, the old dating Mm. show. You show three different contestants to the prisoner and they say, I'd like to meet that girl or that guy and you send them in. And then the day before release, the prisoner hands over an envelope and says, I get released tomorrow. Inside that envelope's the crime I committed. If you're there, great. Let's see where this goes. If not, I understand. And so you film them coming outside the prison. Yes. Are they there? Are they going to find new love in the outside world? Yes. In mating, coming soon. Wow. Maybe Channel 10. Well, you know, the thing is, is with something like that, there are there is a certain breed of chicks mm. who marry inmates, like killers. Like there was a big case, uh, the Menendez brothers. Charles Manson. Char- Charles, Charles Manson. Charles newlywed, just got he, married. He married someone in prison that he never knew on the outside. And I don't know that someone like Charles Manson would get, what do they call those, conjugal visits? That he would get a visit where they could have a different night levels, of passion. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he could. Different levels of prisons and different laws in America state, yeah. state what you can get in different places. But I reckon that show would go off. No, I think it would go off too, especially mm. if they could, If I think that they should be able to uh, meet before. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, meet, meet them yeah. all at once. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I what's like what's next for Richard Reed? Oh, where where you go? Gosh. What's going on this week? What is going on this week? Well, I'm doing Studio Ten, which I'm very excited about. Cool. Um, what we, are you going to talk about on Studio Ten? Are you? Oh God, whatever's going on. That, probably you. Not me. I'm probably going to steal your idea. Where, where is Mike Goldman now? Yeah, he's, he's at WeWork in Piermont with Richard Reed <laughs> doing a podcast. That's all that's happening. Oh, let me ask you: Do people listen to podcasts? Uh, apparently, only ten percent of Australia are into podcasts so far, but yeah. it's, it's building. 
Because I have been approached by a few people to do podcasts, and mm. then I'll go and listen to them. The ones I'm interested, you mm. know, are pop trivia, mm. movies, mm. stuff like that. But uh, it seems a lot of them are like, oh, how to make sure your baby does this and that and the other mm. thing. And I was like, yeah. I guess there's a. a but what's you know, great about podcasts is, is you can just go, all right, I want to listen to an entertainment reporter. Yeah. Oh, Mike Goldman interviews Richard Reed for half an hour. I want to hear what he talks about with Richard Reed and I want to understand his life. I loved him on all those shows. I want, I want to know a little bit more behind the scenes stuff just rather than like an edited TV show yeah um, Dr. Susie's another podcast I do she's been hanging out here in the studio the whole time say hi um, so <laughs> amazing doctor in the eastern suburbs of Sydney and she'll do an episode on are you dating are you engaged what's the no, deal she, she's actually got a lovely uh, partner called Dr. Toby uh, we've been mates for years but um, so, so basically, she'll talk about tattooing and tattoo removal in like a whole episode. So, if you don't ah. want to listen to a variety show with heaps of shit on it, yeah. you can go. Oh, I don't want to. I'm about to get a tattoo. Well, removed. yeah, you want to listen, listen to about something that. specific. It's a, it's like, what would you listen to? Educational stuff. So, I would listen to this one, a podcast called The Dollop. It's these two American guys, and they just choose a, a piece of history, and they'll ah. talk about it for half an hour. And one of them knows nothing about history, and he just takes the piss out of it. But at the same time, you're learning stuff. Did that you, you didn't listen know. to that one about Richard Simmons? No, there was one about Richard Simmons, like finding Richard Simmons or where is Richard Simmons, and it was like an eight-part thing, and people were going crazy mad for it. And what about? Way back ago, they had that one called Murder or Serial or Crime, and it was this woman talking about an unsolved murder. You heard that? Yeah, These yeah. Are all, they, they all sound very like highbrow to me. You know, I'm very lowbrow. Yeah. And so, I don't know what I would listen to. I would like to talk about dissecting movies. I think that would yeah. be good. Yeah, well, there's, there's podcasts out there to do that, but you, you would you would be amazing at that. Some of them are so boring. Like people get there and they just. I feel like I'm being there really and, boring. No, for no, you you're, today. you're being amazing. Really? Yeah, no, look, oh, that's Doctor really Susie. Doctor Susie, you keep Susie looking at your watch. You're wicked. So it's kind of upsetting me. Uh, it's an Apple Watch. It's got my questions written on it. Yeah. <laughs> I might have to put my clothes would, back on. I would love that's to hear you do thing. do a a movie podcast. Yeah. So would you dissect movies like just one movie at a time, or well, would you no, a whole I think stack? It'd be really cool to do like a classic Australian films mm. I think that would be good and also to talk about older movies with someone else who really has an opinion on it as well mm. I think that would be fascinating I like listening to that and just to talk see the thing I the problem I have with a lot of uh, podcasts that I've listened to or even TV shows is just people take themselves so seriously and don't even talk like normal people mm. yeah true you know yeah like me. Like yeah. Right, like no, right no, no, no. So are you single or are you engaged? Uh, no, I've got a girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you been dating? Uh, about a year. About a year. Yeah. So it's not the same girlfriend that you had when I saw you before. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can edit that out. That's fine. Oh, that's totally fine. <laughs> what about you? Are you single? Are you asking me out? Well, I've got a girlfriend. I can't. Well, we, I don't mind being down low. Come on, I know you're all about talking about other people in the Hollywood reports. We, we want to <laughs> no, talk about you. you. Know I'll tell you, I do not have someone serious. Mm -hmm. I'm casually dating someone. Okay, so you're still flicking on the grinder occasionally. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, what do you think of grinder? Absolutely. You know, I'll tell you, grinder is almost like a slot machine. You get on there and, <laughs> and you're like, wow. I know there's going to be a winner. I know there's going to be a winner. So you keep putting uh, time into it, which I equate with money because yeah. time is money. You're like, ah, and pretty soon four hours have gone by and you, there's still nothing. Mm. It's like with a slot machine. Yeah. I know it's going to pay off and it never <laughs> pays off. Do you get catfished? 
I have been catfished. Yeah. And one time someone sent me a, a, a photo of, of their body mm-hmm. uh, that was my body. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, are you trying to impress me? Hang on. No. Yeah. I was just like, no. So catfishing is when you send, hello. Oh. Um, hit that. <laughs> Uh, catfishing is when uh, you basically uh, send a photo of yourself which has been airbrushed and it looks completely different. No, no, no. I think catfishing is when... Oh, because that's a common thing. Mm. You meet up with someone and you're like, oh, you don't look anything like you're... That was, uh, you know, 20 kilos ago and maybe five years. Yeah. I think catfishing is where someone will send you a photo... And that is totally fake and not them and string you along like you have a a chance in hell of getting together like why is this hot person hitting me up and they're really into it but it's not them at all and they're just a sick fuck trying to mess with you so we talked about you know your best interviews Julia Roberts who's who's the worst is it this one no 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 the worst interview I've ever tried to conduct was with okay there's two one comes to mind but he's dead, so I really don't want to talk about him. But uh, Tommy Lee Jones, that actor, he's, oh, a, no. he's a shithead. Really? Why? Yeah, okay, so I was doing this movie. He was promoting this movie back in the day called Space Cowboys. Oh, yeah, Geriatric yeah. Cowboys. Clint he and Clint Eastwood. Exactly. So I'm talking to Clint Eastwood, blah, blah, blah. He's the nicest man ever. And so I say, so what was Tommy Lee Jones, you know, like to work with he goes ah Tommy Lee Jones he's a son of a bitch and a great actor but don't get on his bad side blah, 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 blah. so I'm like okay whatever so then I go in and sit down Tommy Lee Jones he doesn't even look at me sit down no oh, no I knew it's bad and so they're like okay you got five minutes and I'm like okay so they're like okay go and so I'm like so what was it like working with Clint Eastwood and because I didn't have a lot of time I wanted to get something I could use and he goes really that's your first question? What was it like working with Clint Eastwood? And he goes, I've got an Oscar. And I'm like, oh, okay. He goes, did you ask Clint Eastwood what it was like to work with Tommy Lee Jones? And I'm like, actually, I did. And he goes, oh, yeah? Well, what did he say? And so I go, he said, Tommy Lee Jones is a son of a bitch and don't get on his bad side. And he, like, looks at me. Like, I thought... Poison was coming out of the he little thought you were making it eyes. Up. No, and then then he goes, ha, okay, all right, and then he melted. Yeah. But he was a motherfucker. Wow. Not, and he's made reporters cry before. Really? Yo, yeah. Is, is that part of his act, or is no, he is just, he really like that? I just think that he thinks he's better than everybody else, and I can't stand that. That really bugs me. Wow. Anyway, there you go. They are. And then we ended up shagging right there in front of everybody. <laughs> it was love. Tommy Lee. Yeah. Who would have thought? I thought he was Tommy Lee Jones, not Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Tommy Lee's the one that was with Pamela Anderson. I would have liked to interview him. The the one that that drives a boat with his wiener. I've interviewed Pam Anderson. She's lovely. She's cool. So nice. She was on Friday Night Live with me and Bree and Fitzy and had a great show. Did you do the Big Brother when Kyle and Jackie were on there? Actually, I did it when Jackie and Mike were on there because Kyle never showed up. I had to host it with her. Oh. It's like, uh, Kyle's not here again. He's got a freaking headache. Uh, Mike, can was you that feel That was in? on the Gold Coast, right? Yeah. Well, were you there when Pam Anderson came? Yeah, yeah. I was hosting the show uh, Friday Night Live and she was our guest on the show. She was uh, great. How does she, how does she look up close? Um, she looks great up close, but she, she had a lot of bruises. I don't know what she'd been doing that week. But she had yeah bruises all over her legs and her arms and maybe like she, she does mud wrestling on the side or something. I don't know. I'm just gonna tell you right now. 
That's hot. You like that? I just think it's that's a, that's a story. Yeah. You would think if Pam Anderson didn't have bruises, there'd be something wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got, know what I mean? I've got friends who worked with her on Dancing with the Stars when yeah. she was on the show. I thought um, she was great on that show. Yeah, and she was awesome to work with. Lovely girl. Yeah. yeah. Um, Donna she Michelle, did not producer. Get a, she didn't get a fair shake on that show. She, she was really good. Actually, I, I went I went to uh, backstage at Dancing with the Stars. I was up for Dancing with the Stars in this country. In Australia, what happened? Why were oh you on it? Oh my god! Okay, I'm gonna tell you this honestly. When they're casting reality shows, yeah, they have they want to make sure they have a broad mix, mm-hmm. and they always have a gay. Mm. Okay, <laughs> the token gay. The now. token gay. And so I was uh, up for Dancing with the Stars. And they're like, oh, getting close, getting close, getting close. And all of a sudden I get the call, my manager does, and it's like, oh, yeah. We won't be going with Richard because we have someone else who to fit that category. Mm. And wouldn't you know, I turn it on, Matt Mitchum, the gay Olympian. Oh, oh right? What? And so then when, Ripped off. when uh, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. It was like, they, they like to fit all the little pieces. And mm-hmm. so this last year, I was like, well, where's the gay? Where's the gay? Where's the gay? Should it be me? And all me? of a sudden, episode four, Carson Kressley pops out of a cake. Uh, and I'm like, ah, oh, there it is. They okay. already filled that void. Profile's a little bit bigger. What sucks is when you get told you're going to be on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. And then all of a sudden, they go, oh, no, we went with another Big Brother housemate. And I'm like, I wasn't a fucking housemate. I hosted the show. Wow. Yeah. Were you on I'm a Celebrity to Get Me Out of Here? No, no, no. I would was, you be? I would. I'd love to do that. I think it'd be great Oh, fun. I think it'd be crazy awful. You wouldn't like it? I actually already sort of been on it. I, I um, <laughs> yeah, I have. Uh, on, the, on the Gold Coast, uh, where we shot Big Brother, a lot of the producers would, after Big Brother, go and work on I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here for the UK, which they, yeah. sh- they shoot up in the hills in Queensland at, at uh, Mwollombar, I think it is. And so they needed someone to be the test dummy for a week before they actually shot the real show. And I thought, yeah, why not? I'll do that. So they, did, they tested all the challenges and tasks on me and all of these other local Gold Coast actors and stuff. It was great fun. I had a ball. So this was, was that the one that Katie Price was on? And yeah. Peter Andre, that one? Yeah. And, and they shoot that here, whereas the Australian one goes to Africa. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. And I got to, after that, I got to narrate the coming out series. So when they all left the camp like i just narrate the like the voiceover guy for the show when they're going around town on the gold coast and yeah. stuff like that yeah can i just say mm. you look really good oh why do you say that uh, maybe because the last time i saw you yeah. well you looked good too but it seems like yeah. time has stood still oh really oh I, I got dr Susie to thank for that oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she rub a brillo pad on your face and, or something and you can learn about all of the stuff that she's done <laughs> shut in the up dr Susie show well, do you remember when we met? Um, I think we met at a party in LA. It was, no. it was a Brian's N- birthday party. Oh, no, no. We did see each other. Saw each other there. But Brian was, that not where we met? No. We met the at... The Logies? No. Melbourne Cup. Oh, the Melbourne Cup. Yes. I was with my friend Matt. In the worked, Emirates tent? In the Lexus. Lexus. Yes, the that's Lexus right. Tent. Was, was that the one when Naomi Campbell was there? Yes. Yeah, and she's walked in and they said, no one is going to put her with yes. Naomi and Campbell. We were like, Stay the fuck away from what? Naomi. Don't even talk to her. And I, I went straight up to it. I got a selfie in the security guard in the background. It's a photo of in the photo just with the angriest look oh on his face you've yeah, ever seen. Oh my God, yeah, you did it. Everyone, I was so jealous. But yeah, they whisked her right yeah. in and... I think she walked by and I said, I love, I said, I love you, Naomi. And she's like, thanks. You know, she, she was, was cool. Like, she seemed nice. 
Yeah, sure. Apparently, she's got a, a, a bit of a temper on her. Has so she? I've heard. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's don't don't cross her. Didn't see it though. She seemed cool that yeah. day. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Had but that's drinks. where we met. And we've known each other all this time. I was in LA for a couple of years. It's a yeah. hard slog over there. Oh. I got a lot of friends in LA who are trying to become TV stars, movie stars, and it, it's uh, it really is hard to even get an agent. You know, I, it's very funny because oftentimes uh, Australian uh, soap actors and actresses mm. or maybe pop stars uh, will go over to LA mm. and they might stay there for several years. They might have some success and then they'll come back to Australia and say they made it big in America and then their careers take off here. Mm. And I find that interesting that mm. sometimes you have to go away and come back yeah. to be really appreciated. Or I've seen people who have won Logies here in Australia that have gone over there that are actors and they get no work. They can't mm. even get because uh, American agents, they're like, oh, you did what in Austria? Uh, I don't care. What? Whatever. You know, it's like it means nothing that you did something in Australia. Yeah, you well, really got to got to you prove know, yourself over there. It's also true here. Uh, there's a lot of Logie winners who mm. can't find work here. Yeah, you know, like, it's a it's a silly old business. It's yeah, a like, funny business. Uh, Daniel Lissing is a mate of mine who's on a whole heap of series over in the states. He is uh, on Wing Calls the Heart. He's got you know hundreds of thousands of fans all over the internet, but. Back here in Australia, no one knows who he is because he, you know the show's not on here. But in the states, he's earning millions. And what's the show called? When calls the heart on the Hallmark Channel, and they oh, and they and, they, and they've just they've done like four series. Really? Uh, yeah. You is know, it like uh, Little uh, House on the Prairie sort of thing? Yeah, it's actually yeah, yeah. Um, Michael Landon's son, I believe, is the director or someone like that. The original Little House on the Prairie. Yeah. Guy. So it's a, oh, bit it's a, so it's it's a, a Western real show. Feel good kind of Western yeah, it's show. It's a Hallmark kind he, of show. He, he plays a Canadian Mountie and. He's in love with this girl, and I don't think they kiss till like the third series or something like that. Aww, but yeah, and, and they've got so many fans, it's ridiculous. But he's just been given a uh, a movie that he's written, and he's going to act in as well over there. So big things are happening for the for Hallmark him. Channel. Yeah, so big things happening for Dan Lissing, my mate from Bondi. That's right. Well, thank you so much for having me on your show. Mate, thank you. It's been great having oh, you here. I can't believe we're doing it. I, I can't wait to hear it. I can't I, wait to see how you chop the hell out of it. It'll, you'll only go for about three and a half minutes. But, really? Um, yeah, I've got to... I out of to, this? I have to cut all the bad stuff out. Oh my God. It's going to start with me just yelling. <laughs> and I can't believe that. I, that, that, that Welcome to the show. How dare you? Well, Richard Reed, thank you so much for being on the mic. Oh, pleasure, Mike. You've been listening to On the Mic with Mike Goldman. Subscribe, download and review at iTunes, Audio Boom, Stitcher or your favourite podcasting app. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.